Ghana Talks Radio in a mix. In a mix. The best music in the world. The best. The best music. My favorite station. Ghana Talks Radio. Get it big. Get it here. Listen to all your live mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GTR. Ghana Talks Radio. We bring you local news, business news, international sports and entertainment news. Right here on GTR. GTR. Welcome to the evening news on Ghana Talks Radio. Coming up, gas supply challenges from Nigeria to blame for recent outages, says Britco. Don't expect any miracle from NPP. They can't transform Ghana, says Mahama. And GLC redraws its recognition of three universities' law faculties. This business, sports and showbiz, is coming in this evening's bulletin. The news will be read by Awen Temi. I can't succumb now. The details. Management of the Ghana grid company Gridco has attributed recent outages across the country to challenges encountered with gas supply from Nigeria. This, the company says, has limited its operational capacity. Parts of the country has been experiencing erratic power supply with recent ones recorded this week. In an interview with City News, the corporate communications manager of Gridco Jifa Bampo assured of efforts to resolve the challenges. She apologized to Ghanaians over the challenges associated with power supply. We had a gas supply challenge from Nigeria that has been the fundamental reason and it has led to a multiplier effect, meaning our generating plants which use gas cannot operate fully. Now, former President John Dramani Mahama has taken a date at the governing new patriotic party for its continuous promises that it can revive the country's economy before the end of 2024. Speaking to National Democratic Congress delegates in the Y East constituency in the Upper West region, Mahama claimed that the NPP is not capable of changing Ghana's fortunes within the remaining one and a half year left for it to leave power. Mahama opined that the NPP has been in power for almost seven years, hence has nothing new to offer. He thus advised Ghanaians not to expect any miracles from the NPP. Mahama's comments come at a time when the government is engaging the International Monetary Fund for a $3 billion bailout to help restore the ailing economy. The government has also rolled out policies and programs aimed at restoring macroeconomic stability and debt sustainability. The government has expressed hope of securing the Paris Club financing assurances within the shortest possible time to enable the $3 billion support from the IMF. The Deputy Finance Minister John Kuma assured that discussions towards securing the bailout support from the IMF have been fruitful. Mohammed's criticisms of the NPP's ability to revive Ghana's economy comes amidst the ongoing debate about the country's economic future. Now, the General Legal Council GLC has, with immediate effect, withdrawn its recognition of faculties of law of three private universities. 
the affected universities are Presbyterian University College, Kumasi Campus, Wisconsin International University College, Kumasi Campus, and Greenfield College, Sinyani. The notice was published in the Daily Graphic Wednesday, May 10. While the reason for the withdrawal of the recognition is not stated, the GLC noted that their decision was in pursuant to Section 4 of the Legal Profession Act 1960, Act 3.2, as inserted by the Legal Profession Act Number 2, Decree 1967, which stipulates that with effect from the first day of January 1971, a person shall not be qualified for enrollment under any provisions of the Act unless he is a holder of a degree from a university approved by the General Legal Council. The general public is advised accordingly. The notice signed by the Secretary of the GLC, Justice Cynthia Pamela, concluded. Now, government has admitted that securing the deal with the International Monetary Fund is not the only panacea to dealing with the current economic challenges. The government has since July last year engaged the fund for a $3 billion bailout to help restore the economy. In addition to this, government has rolled out policies and programs aimed at restoring macroeconomic stability and debt sustainability. Industry players have been relentless in their opinions of government's role in bringing relief to Ghanaians. Providing an update on the engagement with the IMF thus far, Minister of Information Kojopon Kroma said government is confident of addressing current challenges. President Nanette Dankwe Kufuado on May 2 courted the support of Japan to help Ghana reach an agreement with the International Monetary Fund Board for the $3 billion balance of payment support. According to Akufuado, Japan, which is a member of the Paris Club, has a major role to play in Ghana securing the IMF deal. Speaking at a meeting with the Japanese Prime Minister, who made a stopover at the Jubilee House Tuesday evening, Mr. Akufuado said Ghana will repay Japan's support. In business, the Institute of Economic Affairs, IEA, has called for the establishment of an independent parliamentary budget office to monitor Ghana's monetary and fiscal systems. This, the Institute says, would ensure a stricter monetary and fiscal management system to transform the economy. Addressing a group of civil society organizations, Director of Research Dr. John Kwachi said a parliamentary budget office is necessary in assessing and estimating the cost of government projects and programs. Dr. Kwachi explained that a parliamentary budget office will be different from the current fiscal council in the country. He pointed out that the parliamentary budget office will be made up of independent professionals. To ensure the independence of the office, Dr. Kwachi stated that the members of the office will not be appointed by the executive to insulate them from any influence. This, he maintains, would enable the office discharge its duties, enforcing the rules to avert a situation where government is forced to overspend or overborrow. He stated that one of the key requirements that would enforce the professionalism of the office and enhance its independence is the attachment to parliament. Moving to sports this evening, the Chief Executive Office of Asante Kotoko, Nanayao Amponsan, says the club made a bad decision by relieving Sedu Zebo of his duties as head coach of the club. Following the resignation of Prosper Nate Ogum after the Porcupine Warriors' Ghana Premier League winning season, 
the hierarchy of the club brought in the Burkina Bay to fill in his spot and guide Kotoko to a title defense. Before being fired, the Zebo amassed 34 points with Kotoko winning nine league matches, drawing seven and losing six. According to Nanayao and Ponsan, the club was convinced of their path under the 59-year-old but feared a repetition of what happened at Hearts of Oak when the fans attacked former coach Slavko Mati at the club's training grounds. Following the sacking of Zervo, Kotoko appointed Abdelai Ghazali as caretaker of the team and has seen some struggles since being at the helm of affairs which led to fans' criticisms of the club. In showbiz, gospel musician PCA Esther has recalled her past in a conversation where she stated clearly that she never knew she would become a music star. In an interview on experience in life with actress Nayas, the Wayemiye hitmaker said she was born into a very poor family. According to her, they could not afford clothes, hence her parents, who were farmers, had to struggle before they could fend for her and her four siblings. Narrating further, PSA Esther said life in Mampong, where, where she hailed from, became difficult to the extent that her father left home in search of greener pastures after he defaulted on a government loan he signed up for. She stated that for a long time, the family had not heard a word from her father until someone informed them that her dad was at Afram Plains, but things were worse for him there. PSA Esther said that her mother then took care of the home alone we never got fresh clothes and it was difficult for us to get things we wanted we were so poor i won't lie about it it was very disgraceful we went through a lot in life the moment that led young pc esther to be hopeful in life was when one of her mother's friends gave her an invitation to visit her in kumasi my mother wanted to go to kumasi but she knew no no one there so when this invitation came in i was delighted when we went there, my mother's friend was living in a single room, so we had to manage somewhere else, and it was hell. Imagine a married woman leaving her home to become a servant for someone. But we loved it. Life in Kumasi was hard, but Pacey Esther said it was better than her village. One of the sad moments she recalled vividly was when her mom repackaged leftover from a chop bar she was working at so she could feed them for the nights they spent in Kumasi. We couldn't afford food. We survived on chopba leftovers. When they eat the fufu, then my mom would take the leftover and make sure we eat in the evening. Speaking about her life, Pacey Esther asked people going through trials and tribulations to never lose focus since testimonies never come without a struggle. She explained that all she went through gingered her to become the music star she is because she never struggled to pen down lyrics for most of her gospel songs, citing her top hit, Empareme, as one of the songs she wrote by relating to her mother's tussle in life. If you are struggling today, you have to go through it, otherwise, you will never have testimonies. We all go through this to become better, she indicated. And that's how we draw cuttings on the evening news here on Ghana Talks Radio. Do log on to www.ghanatalksradio.com for more of these stories. And follow us, Ghana Talks Radio, on all social media platforms. The news was read by Awen Temi Akansukum. I say thanks so much for making time. Have a good evening.